Hello, long time no talk. I am back for season two of the Teacher Time podcast and so excited to kick things off with you. We are going to be talking about what it's like to teach during a pandemic, something that I'm sure you know a little bit about. But really, I'm so excited to start season two because this season of the podcast is going to start off really focusing on how we can make teaching feel more sustainable at a time when it feels extra challenging. I don't have to tell you that teaching is always going to have its challenges. It always has had its challenges, but I know and you know that right now there are more challenges on our plate. So how can we enjoy teaching? How can teaching feel more doable at a time when stress is at an all-time high. So I'm really excited to dive in with you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Plovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Welcome back or welcome if you're a new listener. I'm so excited to have you guys here to be in your earbuds. We are kicking things off with season two, talking about what it's like to teach during a pandemic. But before I get to that, I want to talk about leading up to recording this episode. Because as you know, we took a break from the podcast in December to enjoy the holidays and, you know, get through teaching in December, which is a chaos all its own. And I thought to myself, like my original plan was, okay, I'm going to record a bunch of episodes in December and be ready to go, you know, the first or second week back in January. But what happened was I kept putting off recording this episode. I kept putting it off because I wanted to say the right things. I wanted to come on here and give you helpful tips for teaching but i didn't i didn't know what we should start off with and the more i thought about it the more i felt like the right thing to come on and talk about is just to share experiences because that's what i really want to do with you here and that's what i want to hear from you i want us to have this space to share experiences and to empower each other to make the most of this career to be the happiest most present energetic teacher versions of ourselves even when it feels hard so i thought what what better topic than to come on and just simply share what it has been like and 
what it is like to teach during a pandemic. I want to share my experience and I hope that you'll take a second to share yours. So after you're done listening, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm at teaching little leaders on Instagram and just start it out like this. Hey, I listened to your podcast episode and I and then tell me your experience. Share your thoughts. I love connecting with you guys there. I'll link to my Instagram in the show notes. Before we dive in a little bit more to this topic, I want to talk about the format because in season two, I am introducing a new segment that I'm so excited about, and I hope you are too. It's called Ask Stephanie. So Ask Stephanie to me is kind of like those advice columns that you might have read in magazines or newspapers way back when. Do they still have advice columns now? I, I don't know, but I, I do know that growing up, I always loved reading those. I don't know if it's that I liked connecting with people who may be going through similar things that I'm going through, or I just liked hearing the experiences of others, but I hope that you enjoy it as well. So I've got some awesome great questions from teachers lined up. And I'll also link to the Ask Stephanie submission form. So if you want to submit a question, a challenge, whatever it may be, you can do that. I will link to it in the show notes. So what we'll do is we'll talk about the topic. And then towards the end of the episode, we'll have a little segment where I answer a listener's question. And then recap. And I always want to try to end our podcast episodes with a really quick action step. And if you know me, you know I really do like to keep these quick and simple because you have a lot on your plates already, right? So your action step should be something that's going to help you and something simple. And that's what I'm aiming to share with you. So, all right, without further ado, let's get into this. (laughs) Okay. So we are going to talk about what it has been like teaching during the pandemic. And really, I just want to start by sharing a little bit of my experience over the past two years. One, because I don't think I've ever actually done that. I think when we started the podcast, I just kind of jumped right in and started sharing tips and ideas and all of that's really well and good. But I also love, I personally love hearing stories from you guys. And I'm hoping that you're interested in hearing my story over the past two years. So that's that's where I'm going to start it for this season. So way back two years ago in March 2020, almost two years ago, okay, um, I uh, you know was teaching in my classroom and we knew that a shutdown was likely coming so i started making all these copies for april thinking to myself okay well i want to be prepared for when we do come back and you know then the shutdown happened um and for a little bit of time it felt like we were in limbo where we didn't know what we were going to be doing right schools were actually closed we weren't providing any kind of instruction Lots of emails were getting sent, and we were just kind of waiting as the district figured out how we were going to move forward. And for about two weeks, I don't think I slept. I mean, like very little. And there were a lot of long hours in the middle of the night spent in panic mode. And I, it's because I just did not know what to expect. I, had anxiety over the unknown. And 
just not knowing what our job would look like, not knowing what kinds of responsibilities we would have and wondering how am I going to teach lower elementary students? I'm a kindergarten teacher, right? How am I going to teach kindergartners online? What is this even going to look like? And it was stress. It was, it was complete stress and overwhelm. After, after about two weeks, I would say I, I had this like light bulb moment, right? Where I realized that I had an approach for managing, planning, and prepping in the classroom. And that those same strategies could be applied to teaching at home. And would it be different? Yup. Would it be hard? For sure. Would there be a learning curve? Absolutely. But could it be done? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And so once I remembered (laughs) that I had a plan, it did get a lot easier. And as you probably know, you know, the kids really, I have to be honest, just surprised us. I mean, they were resilient. They adjusted just as we all did to a new kind of learning. And they did, they did wonderfully. Is it the same as being in person? No, it's not. And it wasn't, but we did it, right? And I don't know about you, but I certainly felt a sense of pride and accomplishment at the end of that school year. Then, of course, over the summer, there was more unknown. Are we going to go back to normal? Normal. (laughs) Are we going to go back to normal? Are we not? And ultimately, what ended up happening was I taught virtually that entire school year, the 20. 2020, 2021 school year. And again, was pleasantly surprised with how well the kids adjusted. And there were challenges, right? How how do you support students? I think, you know, for me, teaching reading online was the hardest for sure. And we had to get really innovative and we had to really there was a lot of trial and error for sure. And maybe you can relate to that. It was hard. There's, that is not, like, I'm not going to deny that. It was a challenge. But what I realized was that in those challenges, there is so much growth. And we can sit here and we can harp on the difficult and we can harp on the negative. And we can harp on all the things that were going wrong. But what does that do, really? I mean, honestly. So instead, I choose to look at that experience and I think, yes, this is a challenge, but I am gaining skills that I may not have otherwise had. And my students were gaining skills that they might not have otherwise had. So it it was really eye-opening, and I think that was definitely a key takeaway. That's one takeaway that I want to share with you, is that when we are met with difficult times, it's okay to say this is hard. It's okay to say this is a challenge. It's okay to say that you're struggling, right? I also think it's important not to stay in that space for too long. Because while we need to identify and speak our feelings and our struggles and not, you know, bottle that up inside, 
we also need to make sure that we are, how do I want to say this? That what we are thinking and what we are doing is serving us in a productive way. And so that is, um, that was a key takeaway from that school year was that you can do hard things. I can do hard things. And that sometimes you might be pleasantly surprised by the outcome. And with every challenge, there is growth. And for sure, there was growth that year. So that was last school year. And now finally, this school year, I think maybe you can relate to this. We were all so excited to get back in the classroom. We weren't teaching virtually anymore. We weren't sure 100% what that would look like, right? But we were doing it. And for me, after teaching virtually all year, all I could think was I'm just so excited to be in front of the kids. I'm so excited to have them in front of me. and. Yeah, that was like the bright spot, I think, at the start of this year. And as you know, over the past few months, there've just been a lot of changes. And I know that everybody's experience is different. And that's part of why I really want you to reach out to me and share your experience. I'd love to hear from you. But yeah, there were still changes happening. And maybe we were all just so hopeful that this would be a quote unquote normal year. Um that we let it get away from us because now, you know, so back up actually a minute. Um, the best part of this year has been being with the kids. Oh my goodness. I literally am smiling as I'm saying that to you. But the hardest part of this year is the unknown and for sure the extra tasks that get thrown on your plate, right? And just, you know, not knowing, am I going to need to write quarantine plans? Am I going to need to help figure out close contacts? And those are, it's okay to say that those are all challenging things. But sometimes I also like to respond with this. It is what it is. This is what's got to get done, right? And I can say this is hard, but it will get done. And I think that's how I kind of pushed through that. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of, that's been the bright spot is being with the kids. And now um, we're getting into the new year. And For me, it's been hard. Um, And I think from what I see on, you know, social media, I see a lot of teachers talking about how things are hard right now. And I go back to that feeling back in March 2020 and why I didn't sleep for two weeks. (laughs) I was so stressed and so overwhelmed. And I remember that it was the unknown and the change. And I think that's part of you know, what's bringing some stress on now, for sure, if you're feeling that. But again, I'm reminded, so I'm reminded um, to look for the bright spots. Today, I walked into my classroom for the first time after winter break, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit anxious after being home for a little while and just getting over being sick. But as soon as those kids walked in that classroom, Oh my goodness. I felt like a teacher again. I felt excited to teach them. And all the rest of it kind of faded into the background. There's still things that popped up throughout the day, um, unexpected things, changes, challenges. Yes, 
yes, yes, yes. And I think that part of what does make this all a little more manageable in my mind is having a supportive work environment. I love my school. My school is amazing. The staff, the administration, just absolutely incredible. Um, I feel truly blessed to work where I do, but, and that's a big part of, of this, but honestly, like just focusing on teaching the kids, being present with the kids and looking for those little bright spots in the day. That is what makes a challenging situation easier. It's also about what it really comes down to, I guess, is about looking at what's within your control. I think it's so easy to get wrapped up in what's not in our control and what's negative and challenging and hard. And again, like I said, it's okay to acknowledge those things and we should be acknowledging those things. And we should be talking about things that we feel need to change. But in the moment, it's also important to ask yourself, is this serving me right now? And is this something I can control? Yes or no? I guess that's my little second takeaway that I hope you take from this episode. And that is when things are challenging, think about what is within your control. Or actually, let me go back a second there. When things are challenging, step one, acknowledge it. It's okay. I was listening to um, this like parenting expert, and she was saying how like sometimes we feel even more overwhelmed as parents because we're like, oh, this is so hard. Like I am so frustrated with myself because I'm so exhausted and because this is just so much and I just like can't take it anymore. And we kind of get like frustrated with ourselves because we're tired or we're frustrated or we're losing our patience or whatever it is. But she said something that really resonated with me as a parent and also as a teacher. And that was that when when you're feeling this way, like you're tired because it's hard. You're tired because it is challenging. You're frustrated because there are challenging things happening. So Step one, acknowledge that it's hard and it's okay that you feel frustrated because it is hard. Step two, look at what is in your control and what is not in your control. If it's not in your control, breathe in, breathe out, let it go. And look at what you can control. For me, teaching virtually, that was looking at okay, what is what time do I have to get these tasks done? And, you know, what can I manage as a teacher on my end of the computer screen? And what can't I? So step one, acknowledge. It's okay that it's hard. Or it's okay to say that it's hard. <laughs> um, and step two, think about what's in your control and what's not in your control. And really lean into the things that are in your control. And I think that will really help when faced with challenges, right? All right, so before we wrap up today's episode, I am going to get into the Ask Stephanie segment. 
Okay, so this listener has brought up a struggle that I think so many of you are going to be able to relate to. So she said, I am struggling with nonstop talking in my class. I've tried many things and nothing is helping. At this point, I'm willing to try anything but take away recess. Oh yeah, I can totally relate to this. I'm sure so many of you can relate to this as well. So I'm going to share a couple of um, a couple of thoughts that I have on this. A couple of things that I've done that have been helpful. And I don't know what you've tried. Speaking to the listener now who submitted this question, but you know, I'm going to share my insights, my two cents. So. First things first is just really clarifying and having like a lesson on the teacher's jobs and the student's jobs. And this might be something that even if you've done it before, it's time to revisit. And the way that I like to do this lesson is just kind of setting up a T-chart and, uh, you know, you write teacher on one side and students on the other side. And you go through, you know, what is the teacher's job? And have the students, like, have them be a part of this lesson. They should really be taking ownership and um, providing the answers as far as, especially as far as, what their job is Um, and really bring it back to that connection of like, you need to do your job in order for me to be able to do my job and vice versa. Second thing is actually providing them with like free talking time. So um, something that we're using this year, I call a talking circle and it's where, you know, the students will get in a a little circle and um, I just give them time to talk. And of course, before we implemented this, we did set up expectations for it, what it looks like to be a listener and be a speaker. And yeah, they just get like that free talking time. Sometimes if they have that opportunity to just like get it all out, that can be really helpful. And the last thing, actually, I'm going to say two more. So another thing is visuals. Visuals can be just like a great helpful reminder. It can be something on the board. It can be a little poster something like that. But just so you're not constantly like having to voice like it's time to get quiet or a silent signal is another great visual representation. So any kind of thing that you want to do, whether it be like, you know, um, holding up a number two or, you know, putting a quiet um, pointer finger to your mouth, anything like that. But like that, just like not adding to the noise can be super helpful. And then the last thing that I want to mention, and I'm not saying that this is your situation or not, but Something that I've personally had to reflect on as well is when there is a lot of talking going on, just kind of like stepping back for a second and looking and listening and noticing why is it loud in here? Is it really loud and there's nonstop talking because because students are not engaged, because they're not listening? Or is it, or are they engaged in the conversation, in the learning? And maybe I need to just kind of like let it go for that moment. This is like an example of like when students are working. That would not be an example during a lesson, right? During a lesson, if you are teaching, they need to understand that their role is to be the listener in that moment and your role is the teacher and that in order for them to do their job, it's very important for them to stay quiet so that they can learn and so that their friends can learn. You know this, right? <laughs> um, but I hope that was helpful. So just quick recap there. We have doing a little my job, your job, T-chart, giving them some free talking time, 
using visuals or nonverbal cues, and then just stepping back and looking at wh what is the reason for the talking? Is it engaged learning or is it something that we really um, need to intervene on? All right. So that was our first Ask Stephanie segment, and I can't wait to do more of these each episode in season two. So again, if you want to submit one, you can find the link here in the show notes. As a quick recap for today, I told you we were going to recap the episode quickly, and I was going to give you a really simple action step. So we talked about what it has been like teaching during a pandemic, and I, I really shared my experience with the intention to give you some takeaways, right? What were some lessons learned over the past couple of years? And two of those lessons were that one, it's okay to acknowledge the challenging things. And two, it's important to focus on what is within your control because there is so much that is outside of your control. There is so much that we are powerless against, but there are things that you can take control of. And I hope that you will. So your action step after listening to today's episode is to just like jot down all the things that are in your control and out of your control. And so this might look like you can just like make a T-chart again, like in my control, out of my control, or this might look like you need to just like brain dump all the things that are stressing you out and like circle the ones that are within your control and like X out the things that are not within your control and focus on the things that you can be doing something about the things that you can improve upon, the things that you can learn, the ways that you can get the support that you need. I hope that this episode was really helpful. I cannot wait for the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. As always, if you really liked listening to the Teacher Time podcast, I would love to hear a review from you. So rate us, review us, and I'd be happy to shout you out on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at teachinglittleleaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.